We continue now at the top of Daf Yud Chesam and Bezim Esachas Tainus. This is Tainus Daf 18b. And the previous Zomer, Rabbi Yochanan, said that the halacha was like Rabbi Yossi, that if you have days that are written in Megillah's Tainus, not to fast on those days, so the day before is also going to be Osir. And so the Gemara says there's a Stam Mishnah that seems to go against this. And in general, Rabbi Yochanan holds that the halacha is like the Stam Mishnah, so it's a contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan. And here's the Mishnah continuation of the Mishnah that we started before. This is a Mishnah in Megillah. It says, Mutarin Behesbid Vitainus. Case over here is, let's say you had they, they read the Megillah, they didn't read it on the 14th of Adar or the 15th of Adar, they read it a little early. And so the halach is those days that they read the Megillah, even though they're reading the Megillah on that day, so still it's it's Mutar Behesbid Vitainus. Uh, Rashi over here says, Mutarin Behesbid Vitainus. We're going to take a look at the Bach's Girsa over here in Rashi. Uh, Rashi over here says, Bnei Tesvav Dekrachin, Uvnei Yodalad Dekfarim. Meaning those who, if you're in the walled city, you generally read on the 15th. If you're in an unwalled city, you read on the on the uh, 14th. So they're going to read it a little earlier. That's what it says in Meseches Megillah, that sometimes if you lived out in the villages, you could read a little early, the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, etc. Again, if it was surrounded by a wall, and it's, it's a walled city, it's on the 15th normally, not a walled city, if it's a large city or a village, something like that, again, then it's going to be on the 14th. But again, in the villages, they would sometimes do it earlier to the day of gathering, meaning on the Monday or Thursday when they were gathering anyway, that's why they would read a little bit earlier in the villages. So the idea again over here is, The idea is those days, when they read it a little early, Still, those days, even though they're reading the Megillah, it's not such a day of celebration that you're not allowed to eulogize or fast. In fact, you are allowed to eulogize and fast. That's the Stam Mishnah. Now the Gemara first has to clarify the Stam Mishnah before getting to its question. So the Gemara says, Amos, when exactly is this talking, this Mishnah talking about? If we're talking about someone who lives in a walled city, normally reads on the 15th of Megillah, and now is reading a little early on the 14th, it just says early, we don't know exactly the case. But that's not, that's not true. Umishari, would the 14th be permitted in eulogies and fasting? That's not true at all. But it says in Megillah's Tainus, on the 14th and the 15th of Adar, of Adar, and those are days of Purim, you're not allowed to have eulogies. The whole point of this line is to say, even if you're someone who usually is on the 15th, on the 14th you can't have eulogies. And vice versa, if you normally read on the 14th, you still can't have eulogies on the 15th. So it can't be we're talking about the 14th. So maybe you'll say the case is it's someone who normally reads on the 14th out in the villages, and then they're reading instead on the 13th. Again, they do it a little earlier to the Yom HaKnisa, to the day when they normally gather anyway. But that's not true either. Yom Niknor, who will explain this later, but the 13th is also a day of celebration. It's called Yom Niknor, and there's no way that it would be Mutter, but has been Okay, so maybe the case is that it was on the 14th, and they read a little earlier on the 12th. Yom Turainus, who that's also a day of celebration. It's called Yom Turainus. There's no way that would be Mutter Behesbid Vitainus. Elalav de Kakarule Bechadesar. The case must be that they're reading on the 11th. Bekatani Mutter Behesbid Uvitainus. And what does it say? It says it's Mutter Behesbid Vitainus, meaning the 11th is the day before the 12th. The 12th is a day of celebration. And apparently the day before is not a problem. So you see from the Stam Mishnah, the day before is Mutter Behesbid Vitainus. And again, Rabbi Yochanan generally follows the Stam Mishnah. Sounds like this Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yossi. It's a contradiction within, within Rabbi Yochanan. And so the Gemara says, Lo, no, that's not what this Mishnah was talking about. It's talking about as follows. The case actually is over here, where it's people who normally read on the 14th. 
And instead of reading on the 14th, they're reading on the 12th. Now, you asked before that this is Yom Terainus. Yom Terainus guve betule betluhu. So the, the Yom Terainus was actually nullified. There is no day like that anymore. Because Shmaya and Achi, his brother, they were killed on that day. So it's no longer a day of celebration. That's why it's not a problem. And the Gemara continues, Kiyad Rav Nachman, it's similar to the situation with Rav Nachman, Gozer Ta'anisa Betresar, he was he Gozer, he decreed a Tainus, a fast day on the twelfth day. Amrulei Rabbon, and the rabbi said to him, Yom Turainus, who isn't it? Yom Turainus, it's a problem. Amar Lui said to them, Yom Turainus, Gufi Betuli Betuluhu, he said exactly this, Yom Turainus was nullified, since Shmaya and Achi, his brother, were killed. But the Gemara still doesn't like this answer. One second, even if we're talking about this day of Yom Turinus and we're saying it was nullified, but the 12th is the day before the 13th. And the 13th, we already said, is also a holiday. It's Yom Nikonor, so it would still be a proof that the day before you're allowed to fast. And so the Gemara says, no, I'm a Ravashi, Ravashi says, Hashta iu gufe bitluhu mishum Yom Nikonor nekom v'nigzar. It doesn't make sense to say that. Because if you have a holiday on that day and you nullify the holiday, so then the fact that it's the day before a holiday is not going to count anymore. In other words, now you went ahead and nullified the holiday, so just because it's the day before before Yom Nikonor, there's still going to be a gzer in place. That doesn't make any sense. The nullification applies not only to the holiday itself, but also to its status as the day before Yom Nikonor. We'll take a look at Rashi over here. Rashi says, Shmaya va'achya chasidim hayu. These were pious individuals. Velo piresh mihem. We don't know exactly who they are. But again, they were killed on this day, and that's why they nullified this particular occasion. And the Gemara continues, My Nikonor, my Turinus. What exactly is this day of Nikonor, and what is this day of Turinus? So the Gemara says, Detanya, as we learned in a Bryce, Nikonor echad me'afarche yivonim hoya. Nikonor was one of the generals of the Greeks. And every single day, he would wave his hand over Yehuda and Yerushalayim. And he would say, When is this area going to fall to me? I'm going to trample it, I'm going to conquer it. And when the Malchus based Chashmonai, when the Chashmonai became more mighty, and they succeeded in overpowering the Greeks, they cut off his thumbs, they cut off his big toes, and they hung them in the gates of Yerushalayim. And they said, This mouth that was speaking arrogantly, and these hands that were waving over Yerushalayim, let vengeance come against them. So this was a day to celebrate. That they overcame this, that they overcame this enemy. And the Gemara continues, My Turinus, what is the day of Turinus? So they said that Turinus, he wanted to kill Lulinus and Papus' brother. Turinus can be transla- translated as Trajan. So he wanted to kill these two brothers, uh, Beludkia and Ludkia. Amr Lemi said to them, If you're from the nation of Hananya, Mishal, Vazaria, so then in that case, so your God should come and should save me, should save you from me. In the same way that he saved Hananya, Mishal Vazariam Yadnavuchanetza from Nevuchanetza. So Amrullo they said to him, Hanani Mishal Vazari Sadikim Gamur and Hayu. First of all, Hanani Mishal and Azariah were total Sadikim. Uruyan Hayu Layosos Bahemnes, that therefore they were fit that a miracle should happen to them. Unavuchanetzer Melech Hagnhaya, and Nevuchanetzer was a legitimate king. So therefore it was fit that a miracle should happen through him. But this Russia, meaning you, you're just a regular person. You shouldn't even be a ruler. And it's not even fit that a miracle should happen to you, through you. Plus, we're already chayv to be destroyed by a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And if you don't kill us, 
There are many murderers that God has, many ways that God can have us killed. There's many bears and lions, many things that can that can meet up with us, and they can kill us. There are many things that can attack us and kill us. Rather, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the only reason he gave us over to you is because in the future he's going to punish you for this. So in other words, they said, yes, we might be killed, but you'll be punished. And the Gemara says, Afa nevertheless, even though they said this to him, Hargon Miyad, he killed them immediately. Amru, they said, Lo Zazu Misham, they didn't move from there. At Shebo, Diyufli Miromi, until some officers came from Rome, Upitsu Es Mocho Begizrin, and they took clubs, and they split open his head. In other words, he was punished immediately, and this was the cause for the celebration. And Rashi over here says, Lulainus tzadikim gemurim hayu. Rashi says they were total tzadikim. Uh, Baludkia Rashi says, He lud v'hainu damrin v'chol duchte harugei lud en kol biru yechol alamur b'mechitzasun b'ganeden. These are the ones who were killed in lud. That's what we're referring to. V'yeshomer shenergo al bito shal melech shenimtes haruga. There's an opinion that the reason why they were killed was because the daughter of the king was found dead. V'yomru ha-yehudim hargua. They said it was the Jews that did it. V'gazru gezeira al sonein shal Yisrael v'yomdu elu ufadu es Yisrael. So they made a decree, and these ones came along and redeemed Israel. They said, we're the ones that did it. They wanted to help save those who were being blamed. And then the king ended up killing just these individuals and not uh, and not attacking all of the Jews. The Gemara continues at the two dots, quoting the Mishnah, It said that we never start the set of fast days on, on a Thursday. And then it also said, It said we don't make a fast day on Rosh Chadashim and other days of celebration. And then the Mishnah went on to say that if you start, meaning if you set up these fast days, and then they go into one of these days like Rosh Chodesh, so then already you're allowed to fast on that day. And so the Gemara says, What's considered to be that you already began fasting, that you already began the series of fasts? Rashi over here says, What's considered that you started, that you don't stop at that point? So it's a machlokis, Rav Achamar Sholosh. Rav says three. As Rashi says, Sholosh Taniyos, three fasts, Sheni v'chamishi v'sheni. In other words, if you do a Monday, Thursday, Monday, and now you're going in a sequence, and you come along again to Rosh Chodesh or something similar, then you don't stop the fasts. Rabbi Asi, Rabbi Asi says, Achas, even one fast is considered that you've started. Uh, Rashi over here says, Rabbi Achav, Rabbi Yossi, Amoroi Ninu. Rabbi Acha and Rabbi Yossi, he has Rabbi Yossi over here, they're Amoroim. It's not really the way of Tanoim to be discussing things over here. So therefore, the discussion over here is, is the Amoroim. And we'll take a look at the Bach. He says, Rashi was bothered. He must have had the gears of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is usually a Tana, so he clarifies it's an Amora. We have a gears of Ravasi, so it's not a problem at all. Clearly, this is a Machlokas Amoroim. In any case, the Gemara continues. Amar Rav Yudam Rav. Rav Yudah says in the name of Rav. Zu Divrei Rav Meir. This is the opinion of Rav Meir. Sha'amar Mishum Rav Gamliel, who's saying in the name of Rav Gamliel, as Rashi over here says. Zu Divrei Rav Meir. Vadivrei Rav Meir. The Masnisim Kai. We're going on Rav Meir's opinion in the Mishnah. The Gatani Ein Mashlimin says over there that you don't complete these fasts. Again, if it falls out on a day like Rosh Chodesh, you don't complete the fast. Avol Chachamim or Matach Chachamim say Misanu Mashlim. Even on these days, you have to fast and you have to complete complete the fast. Darish Marzutra Mishmei the Ravuna Halacha Misanu Mashlim. Marzutra Darshan in the name of Ravuna that that is indeed the Halacha. You fast and you complete the fast on these days. And I'm just going to move back over here to Tesvavam and Beis just to reread this Mishnah so we see exactly what we're referring to over here. Again, the Mishnah said Ein Gozrin Tainas Alatzibur Brashe Chadashim Bechanakov Purim. First, the mission said, you don't have, when you set up these fast days, you don't do it on Rosh Chodesh Chanakim Purim. And if you began, then you don't stop. That's the idea. Again, that was the Machlokas and the Gemara is beginning, considered three fasts, 
or one fast. Every Rebbe Gamliel, that's Rebbe Gamliel's opinion. Even though you don't stop, but you should not complete the fast. Again, that's what the Gemara said. That's Rebbe Meir's opinion. And that's why the Gemara is ending over here. That's what the Gemara means. When the Gemara says, this is the opinion of Rebbe Meir, Shamar Mishum, Rebbe Gamliel, but the Chachamim say you do complete the fast. And Marzotra Mishmei Deravuna says that is indeed the Halacha. Hadron Aloch Seder Tanios Ketzad. We will return to you. We will return to the second parak. This is the conclusion of the second parak of Maseches Tainus. If you're enjoying these videos and this channel, please take a look at the description box below to see how you can support this channel. And please like, share, and subscribe. And we will now begin the third parak of Maseches Tainus. And the Mishnah says, Seder Tanios Elo, the ordering of these Tanios, these fast days, Ha'amor Berevia Rishona. That's talking about a situation where the first rain didn't come. Rashi over here says, Seder Tanios Elo, Ha'amor Beperak Rishon. In other words, we talked about the different sets of fasts. You have a first set of three fasts, and then another set, and then another set, and each one gets more severe. Shebetchilo Yechidim Misanim, originally the special individuals fast. Seder Tanios, a certain order of fasts. Be'achachach Tzibor, Hochinu Misanim, Ad Gimel. And then the community fast until 13 of them. Imlonenu, if they were not yet answered. Be'revia Rishonim, Amar Zman, Revia Rishonah Shal Yorah. That's all done. That whole sequence is done if the first rain didn't come in its proper time. And the rain didn't come. Then you follow this order again that we had in Perak Rishon in the first Perak. That's all true in those situations. But let's say you have a situation where vegetation had some kind of change, some kind of change that indicates a plague or something negative. Rashi says, something changes from the natural order. In other words, something else, let's say you have, it should have been a piece of wheat and something else grows. Something is strange, happen, is strange is happening. Maybe they're not in the proper stock. So or some other change. In that situation, you cry out immediately, meaning, even in the first set of fasts, you have to do all the stringencies of the later fasts immediately. Because that shows again that there's some kind of a plague or some kind of a drought coming. Something wrong is happening. And therefore, if you have a situation of a plague, we cry out immediately. Similarly, let's say it rains, but then there's a break of 40 days between one rain and the next. Rashi says, You have a situation between the first rain and the second rain. That's already a simon that you might be entering a situation of a famine. You're, you might be entering a situation of a drought. So in such a situation, again, you have to cry out immediately. You're going to be right away, immediately cry out. Again, this is a situation of a drought. You have a situation where the crops will not, may not grow properly. Another case, let's say the rain came and it was good for the vegetation, but not good for the trees. Let's say it was good for the trees and not the vegetation. Let's say it was good for these. It's not good for the pits or the cisterns or the caves. These are different areas where they try to gather the rainwater. Again, that's also a problem. We cry out immediately. Let's say you have one city, where meaning it rains in certain cities, but one city is not getting any rain. Like the Pasuk says, I'm going to have it rain on one city, on the other one I'm not. One portion will get rain. Rashi says in this case also it's an indication of some kind of curse. We'll continue with this discussion in the next video. And Daf Yutes Ahmed Aleph.